0: Good morning and welcome welcome to to FCC FCC.
1: So welcome to our very special service today We are celebrating our 19th anniversary as a church And that truly, truly is a testament to God's goodness and grace in the life of our church And you're going to hear many different stories today But we just would like to begin with a call to worship uh, And if you're willing and able, would you rise? Let us build a house where love can dwell, and all can safely live, a place where generations tell how hearts learn to forgive. Build of hopes and dreams and visions, rock of faith and vault of grace. Here the love of Christ shall end divisions. And together,
0: all, all, are, welcome. Welcome. all are welcome, all are welcome,
1: all, all are welcome
0: in
2: this place. Let us build a house where love is found, in water, wine and wheat, a banquet hall on holy ground, where peace and justice meet. Here the love of God through Jesus is revealed in time and space. As we share in Christ the feast that frees us, all, all, are welcome. Welcome. All, are all are welcome, all are welcome, all are welcome in this place.
1: place. And as you continue standing, uh, will you join our worship team in a time of singing together praises to God
3: So let's celebrate today eight, sorry, 19 years of safe space 19 years of friends and family all with the same purpose of our love for God Let's testify to love, shall we? You can put your hands together
4: But love begins. Every word of every story, every star in every sky, every corner of creation lives to testify. For as long as I shall. long as I shall live, I will testify to love. I'll be a witness in the silences where words are not enough. And with every breath I take, I will give thanks to God above. For as long as I shall live, I will testify to love. From the mountains to the valleys, the rivers to the seas every hand that reaches out every hand that reaches out to offer peace every simple act of mercy every step to kingdom come all the hope in every heart will speak what love for as long as I shall live I will testify to love I'll be a witness in the silences where words are not enough and with every breath I take I will give thanks to God above for as long as I shall live I will testify to to the testify In the silences where words are not enough And with every breath I take I will give thanks to God above For as long as I shall live I will testify to love For as long as I shall live I will testify to love I'll be a witness in the silences Where words are not enough And with every breath I take I will give thanks to God As long as I shall live, I will testify to love
3: Let's give God a praise offering Amen Let's not stop the celebration This is Rainbow, it's an MCC song
4: you get
2: Here to tell you a story, and I've told this story many, many times. And I tell it again because we come together today to remember how this community came to be. Before FCC, there was Safe Haven, it was mainly a fellowship of gay men and some lesbian women who met every Tuesday for cell groups. Safe Haven was named. Because it was about creating a safe space to reconcile faith and sexuality, we understood that part of the journey is seeing others who are further down the road of reconciliation that helps each person's process of reconciliation. We were very closeted then. To join, you have to meet up with one of the leaders who will access whether you are a spy or not. There were a lot of fears about being altered. And then it came to 2022, September 17. One of our members was excommunicated from one of the mega churches. And at the point, we realized that as more and more of us have reconciled our faith and sexuality, we will be less and less welcome in the churches we attended. There was an urgency to form a church to serve LGBTQ folks. And here, it is not about people not attending a banquet they are invited to. But here, folks are getting kicked out of the banquet. But what kind of church should we be? An LGBTQ church? We could have continued for years as a gay and lesbian-only Christian group, Offering shelter and support gay Christians. But our impact on society would have been very fringe, limited to what the gay church has to say about matters. And of course, being the gay church, we would say that. We, as a collective, decided to be a church that's inclusive, one that welcomes everyone. We didn't want another closet or ghetto. We wanted a church that reflected God's kingdom, and at the same time, keeping that openness and acceptance that allows us to share authentically, a place where we do not have to lie about who we are, a place that we could be authentic, worship authentically, and relate to one another authentically so that we can actually do God's work in society, open people's hearts and minds to issues of race, religion, diversity, acceptance, and reach out to those in society that need to experience Jesus through our hands and faces and smiles and support. So in October 2002, we started the first Saturday worship, still a Safe Haven. It was on Saturday so that folks who attended their own churches, can attend. Well, those of you who have heard this story before will know that it wasn't very successful. There were days that the only people attending were the preacher, the worship leader, and the keyboardist. <laughs> it was around this time too, in uh, 2003, 2023, almost 20 years ago, when we were figuring out how to get formally registered as an entity that we got to know Reverend Yap. When Reverend Yap wrote to the Straits Times forum page to comment PM Go on his enlightened stand and said that church leaders ought to reread scripture. That caused quite a stir in Safe Haven because here is the retired bishop of the Methodist Church speaking up for us. When I found out that Reverend Yap was preaching the National Day Sermon at Kampong Kapo Methodist Church, I went with my cell group mate, Jerry, We spoke with him after the service and managed to invite him for dinner the very Friday on 15th of August, 2003. And it wasn't just a dinner, you know, not a banquet like this. Uh, It was like an inquisition. Because I think seven or eight of us went and dinner with him and we were naturally suspicious of religious leaders because we haven't met a local one who was supportive of LGBTQ. So we keep throwing questions, you know, to make sure that he's for real. And after that dinner, we felt that he was really sincere, and we invited him to be our pastoral advisor. And he felt that it was his calling during his retirement oh no to pastor the LGBTQ community. So a month later, on 14th of September, 2003, he preached for the first time with us, and you can see in this photograph doing a new thing. And at the same time, we moved to Utterly Art, an art gallery that was owned by one of our members. But what moved me throughout those years when Reverend Yap was guiding us and being our companion, our mentor, our pastor, wasn't that he was the first Asian bishop of the Methodist Church in Singapore and Malaysia. It wasn't that, you know, that title. But rather how he embodied his beliefs and values and how he manifested Christ. Not just theologically, not just intellectually, and Rebignard was certainly an intellectual heavyweight. You see, many years later, after I came back from seminary um, in 2012, wow, that was nine years after that, right? FCC, LL journey, hosted... Um, International Sex Workers Day, right? Uh, it was quite controversial then. I think even today it would be controversial if we hosted that. And, uh, and Reverend Yap and myself showed up, you know, when they, when they had their event. And I arrived first. And those of you who know June, um, who is the founder of uh, Tea Project, uh, came up to me straight away, like, you know, um, as the pastor of FCC, right? She came up to me and asked me, you know, a church pastor said I'll go to hell. What do you say? And then in my mind, I was like, okay, right, almost writing an essay already, you know, all, you know um, and looking for theological arguments, and, you know, God loves you, and going through my mind. And obviously, I didn't answer straight away, right? I was still processing. And then Revenue Yau came shortly after. And June went like, this one useless, you know? We went straight for the bishop, right? <laughs> And then in typical uh, June way, she just machine gunned her question again. You know, like, And I, a pastor said that I'll go to hell, what do you say? And then Reverend Yev just looked at her and I always tell people, and those of you who know Reverend Yev will know that, look, he'll tilt his head a little bit and with great compassion and great love, respond to your question and with great wisdom too. And what came out of his mouth was something that, be, that is beyond... Just theological and intellectual arguments, because he embodied that theology. That, that he embodied Christ at that moment when he said, "Where you go, I will go." That answer is not just wise. It's not just a um, a soundbite. That answer encapsulated what love what God's love really means. That answer revealed Christ in that moment. Reverend Yap didn't just give an answer to a theological question about salvation, whether we are saved or whether we will go to hell or heaven. But more than just giving an answer, he linked his own salvation with June's. That is solidarity beyond imagination. Where you go, I will go. Through the years, I keep reflecting on it. It continues to give me inspiration and insight into what love really means. Is there any better embodiment of who we are as FCC? First, realize everyone's equal. Equal to the point where my salvation is the same as your salvation. Where you go, I will go. Just two months ago, PM Lee announced that Section 377A will be repealed. And as we celebrate our 19th anniversary, as we remember our past, I also want to share with you a story that many of you will not be aware of, of how we were involved in the movement to repeal from the very early days. I want to invite George Huang, one of our early members of our community, to share how he got involved.
5: Come. Right. This looks very long now. Anyway, I'll try and see if I can truncate it as we go along. Well, like many things in my life, My role as a spark In the repeal of 377A, FU Was part of God's plan I came back in 2005 Looking for a church And God gently led me to FCC It was uh, the last service I remember And and it was very dark on top of mocks Mm. Somehow I signed up for Living Water Uh, I think it was the second living water. And we questioned the traditional notions that are in the Bible and wrestled with God and learned to love ourselves and learn to love God at the same time. And then after that, when that was over, I joined a study group which was um, led by Susan Tang. Was Susan here today? No. Okay. Oh, hi, Susan. Okay, all the old people are here. <laughs> okay, and then uh, I was there, I met Joshua, who's also, who was a lawyer. And Joshua Strait. And um, around that same time, uh, I met, I didn't meet Douglas. I asked Douglas to, ju- to come and join this, ch- look at this church, and he stayed. But he wasn't in our, our, our uh, Bible study group. And in 2006, in November, the Ministry of Home Affairs published a document to amend the Penal Code. And it was the most comprehensive amendment since the Penal Code was drafted uh, and enacted in 1871. It was aimed to update the law. There was a town hall meeting at uh, the substation chaired by Bremer Marty started at 8pm. Um, we all decided because of the, of the brevity of time that, the, you know, the various ma- many civil societies there to, to each adopt certain issues and cross-endorse each other. And naturally FCC looked at it and there's 377A, which was terribly, terribly discriminatory. So, Sunday, Susan and I had a word and she said it's discriminatory, we should do a word about, do something about it. So, I was very, well, I was still new and didn't know everyone. I grabbed the only lawyers that I knew at that time, which was Joshua, who was in my cell group, and my ex-classmate, Douglas. Uh, Douglas was my classmate (laughs) in law school. And we... None of us were were, were human rights lawyer or constitutional lawyer or criminal law lawyers. Like most lawyers in Singapore, we did commercial law and Douglas has already, uh, you know, left the legal profession I was a a marketing person, regional marketing person. So we all had to educate ourselves. Um, Then the following week, we we started discussing how the outline is and all, and I was like, in My heart was like, should we do it or not? And I saw the earnestness and intense sort of seriousness that I had from Douglas and Joshua, and I said, oh my God, we better do a good job here. <laughs> okay, and I, then I was suddenly gri- grabbed by a sense of panic. And it just so happened that I was sitting at where you guys are sitting, looking at the altar whilst they were looking at me in my direction, where I'm kind of like this now. And I looked up and saw the cross. And I kind of realized that it's okay, I'm just a tool. Okay? And that really and uh, a sense of relief came over me. Um so we of course had to self-educate and we went to score the internet. And um, there was lots of stories from human rights groups and all about how people were caned and imprisoned. And one of the most important things which very few of us know was that section 377A, there's a criminal registration act in Singapore. And if you are Yes, if you're a criminal for certain crimes, not all crimes, not the petty crimes, for certain crimes, you'll be on the register. And Section 377A is one of the laws, together with murderers and rapists. Okay? And so you'll be marked for life. So we thought that that's really, really bad. And then the very sad part is also there were lots of teenage suicides at that time. Okay, if you go back and look at the history around two thousand and five to two thousand seven there seems to be a lot of teenage uh, suicides all over uh, because of their sexual sexuality so a church which knows something about love will not let such a law to persist and we were very convinced so we wrote and decided that we should do something that is non-discriminatory, that it would not allow a person's development to be impaired by the law or by any discrimination. So there was a mad rush and then um, most people avoided us uh, in the endorsement, the cross endorsement which is supposed to be done. Uh, aware only aware was willing to cross-endorse they were doing marital rape and we were doing decriminalization and it's not surprising because they were both based on equal rights. Yeah? Because you you know it gives you the right to go and ask your wife to have sex with you. So it was submitted in December. There was another and the paper went to San Francisco, because I sent it to a friend, who then sent it back to Stuart Cole in Singapore. Stuart Cole was then the CEO of Friday. We had a town hall meeting in January, and the LGBTQ community decided to adopt that paper, FCC's paper, our paper, but yes, as as the the community's position, even though um, the deadline for submission to, to Ministry of Home Affairs was passed. And then the rest is naturally history, in the sense that the 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 whole little spark that we have, the paper, went in on to become repeal three seven seven A campaign in two thousand and seven, which led to the petition in Parliament, the first one to be done in Singapore in Parliament by by the masses, and the, the many various constitutional challenges we had in court, and, of course, Ping Dot. I wonder what would have happened if we didn't do that paper. And, of course, we have the what is now the National Day's Rally speech, where the Prime Minister said that he will repeal, or not he, but parliament will repeal, only a just and loving God would allow his church to cede the correction of unfair treatment. Languages such as being on the right side of history at that time, really, we didn't have such language. All we knew was that it was wrong, and we needed to do something about it, and that was the time to do it.
2: Thank you, George. I think many of you don't know what George just shared. And I think you also don't know that it was George's idea to approach NMP Su Come Hong then to sponsor the parliamentary petition to debate 377A in Parliament in 2007. 15 years have passed, and now we witness how a little step in faith has borne fruit. But it's 15 years, huh? Because someone first stepped forward, heeding God's invitation to participate in the work of justice. May I invite you to join, rise and join the worship team once more.
3: When I chose this song, I thought about our dear friend, Molly. How she lived, how she lives her life, loving God, With all her heart, mind and soul Let's take this moment to thank God For His faithfulness And for continuing this journey of life with us Wherever you go, I will go
4: look to you and I
1: Welcome to the Great Banquet. Welcome home. We decided on this theme for our 19th anniversary service because we wanted to remember together God's goodness and grace in inviting us to the table. Two, the challenge for us to extend this table of welcome to everyone, regardless of labels. And three, to consider what it means that we are called to move from being a guest to a host in the kingdom of God. And so, if Karen would show you that slide, these are the three reasons why we called it the Great Banquet. And this is what we want to remember. God's goodness and grace, and the challenge for us to extend the table, And that we are called to move from being a guest to a host in the kingdom of God. There are quite a few parables and references to banquets and feasts in the Gospels. So today, allow me to read to you from Luke chapter 14, verse 15 to 24. So one of the dinner guests, on hearing this, said to Jesus, Blessed is anyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. And then Jesus said to him, Well, someone gave a great dinner and invited many. And at the time of the dinner, he sent his slave to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is ready now. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a piece of land and I must go out and see it. Please accept my regrets. Another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I'm going to go try them out. Please accept my regrets. And another said, Oh, I have just been married and therefore I cannot come. So the slave returned and reported this to his master. And then the owner of the house became angry. He said to the slave, Go out at once into the streets and lanes of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. And the slave said, Sir, what you've ordered has been done, and there is still room. And then the master said to the slave, Go out into the roads and the lanes and compel people to come in, so that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of those who are invited will taste my dinner. In this parable from the Gospel of Luke, we hear a list of excuses why the invited guests couldn't be there at this fabulous banquet that was being prepared especially for them. And frankly, if you think about it, these are some pretty lame excuses, okay? Translated into modern day terms so that you kind of get it why it's so lame, right? They sound something like this, okay? I just closed on a property, and I need to go and see it again, right now. Right? Bought already, right? Saw already, right? But I need to go and see it again. Or, I just bought a new car, and therefore I need to go and test drive it again, right now. right? Or, I just got married, and we can't attend a party together. No social functions, sorry. Okay? So the owner of the house was very angry when he heard all these excuses, and rightly so, right? because they revealed the insincerity of the guests that he had invited. Obviously, these guests had no intention of showing up. So the owner gave instructions to his servant to go out at once into the streets and the lanes of the town, bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, the lame. And once they had done that, the servant came back and said, we've already done that, but there's still room, there is still room. And then the master said, go out in the roads and lanes, compel people to come in, whoever they may be, so that my house may be filled. Reflecting on this passage, Nadia Boatsweber, who's one of the pastors, she observes that everyone who had an excuse was a person of means. Do you notice? They bought a piece of land, they had five oxen, equivalent to a you know, Lamborghini kind of thing. Okay, so they, own, uh, they owned land and property, they had family. Well, the people who ended up coming to the banquet likely didn't have the same resources. In fact, everyone who did show up was only able to be there with someone's help. Those who were initially invited were all able to actually come to the feast unaided, Easy for them. They were wealthy enough to own horses, probably. Able-bodied enough to arrive on their own volition. But they didn't show up. Those who did come in the end were those who could not get there without help. The blind would have needed guides, someone to bring them along so that they could make it to the feast. The lame would have needed some assistance to make their way there. So that they could show up. And even though it was much more of a challenge for them, they were the ones who showed up. And that's what comes showing up. And I wonder if it's the same for us today. We may not realize it, but, and it may not always feel like it, right? But gathering with the body of Christ is supposed to be like a feast, it's supposed to be like a banquet. Richard Raw asked, do you know how many times in the four Gospels eternal life is described as a banquet, a feast, a party, a wedding, the marriage feast of the Lamb? There are 15 different direct allusions to eternal life being a great big party, a great feast, a banquet. And do you know how many parables there are about eternal life being a courtroom or like a judgment scene? And sometimes we have that image most strongly in our minds, right? There's only one. Only one. And it's found in Matthew 25. And it's good that it's there because we need Matthew 25. It makes it very clear that the ultimate issue is about how we care for the poor and the marginalized But we forget this good news of Jesus is about sending a message out to the highways, the byways, the streets, and the lanes, inviting everybody who's willing to come to the banquet. It's that simple. Are we like the guests who were initially invited, the ones with the means, but also the ones with the many excuses for why we don't show up? Perhaps it's only when we are able to recognize and acknowledge our need for help, our need for God and community, that we overcome our own barriers to show up at the feast. Do you want to be a part of the great banquet to which all are invited? The only people who didn't get to come to the party are those who didn't want to come. So I guess the question we have to ask ourselves is, Do we want to come? Do we want to show up? And I also have to ask, why weren't the poor, the crippled, the blind, the lame invited in the first place, in the story, right? And so if we go up to two verses right before the passage starts, you'll see actually this is what started the story. Jesus is actually telling the people, when you give a banquet Invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you. That was actually the context to why this person asked a question and Jesus shared this story. When you give a banquet, invite all the people that you may not have thought of inviting, the ones that cannot repay you, and you will be blessed. Not only does inviting these vulnerable groups seem like a good thing, it's what Jesus literally just told them that we should all do. God's banquet invitation goes out to all people, no matter their race, their gender, sexuality, ethnicity, nationality, economic status. God is not satisfied with a partially full banquet hall. God wants every place at the table to be filled. I wanted to share with you this story called the parable of the long spoons, and some of you may have heard it before. But I thought it was a very appropriate story for today. And one day, a woman said to God, God, I would like to know what heaven and hell are like. And so God showed the woman two doors. Inside the first one, In the middle of the room was a large, round table with a large pot of vegetable stew. And it smelled delicious. And it made the woman's mouth water. But the people sitting around the table were thin, sickly. In fact, they appeared to be famished. They were holding spoons with very long handles. And this is another version, right? The parable of the long chopsticks. But something like that, right? They were holding spoons with very long handles and each found found it possible to reach into the pot of stew and take a spoonful. But because the handle was longer than their arms, they could not get the spoons back into their mouths. The woman shuddered at the sight of their misery and suffering. And God said, you have seen hell. And behind the second door, the room appeared exactly the same. There was a large round table with a large pot of wonderful vegetable stew that made the woman's mouth water. And the people had the same long-handled spoons, but they were well-nourished and plump, laughing and talking as they ate. And the woman said, I don't understand. And God smiled and said, it's simple. Love only requires one skill. These people learned early on to share and feed one another. These people learned early on to share and feed one another. Are we learning to share and feed one another in love? And as we learn to nourish one another, Are we also thinking about the people who are on God's heart, the least, the lost, the lonely? Are we extending the table of welcome so everyone can be invited in, regardless of the labels that the world uses on them, so that God's house may be filled to the brim? Will you move from being a mere guest to being a co-host in the kingdom of God? And that's kind of what this table represents today, right? And that's why we invited all of you, if you are willing and able, to bring something, a snack, a small dish to share with the community here. Is it a symbol, is an expression of our desire, not just to show up, but to be a co-host in the kingdom of God. I want to close with a blessing by Jen Richardson. And as we receive this blessing, may we know That there's room at the table for everyone. And the table will be wide. And the table will be wide, and the welcome will be wide. And the arms will open wide to gather us in, and our hearts will open wide to receive. And we will come as children who trust there is enough. And we will come unhindered and free, and our aching will be met with bread. And our sorrow will be met with wine. And we will open our hands to the feast without shame. And we will turn toward each other without fear. And we will give up our appetite for despair. And we will taste and know of delight. And we will become bread for a hungering world. And we will become drink for those who thirst. And the blessed will become the blessing and everywhere will be the feast and the blessed will become the blessing and everywhere will be the feast amen so how does the blessed become the blessing how does a guest become host I want to invite one of our newer members, Rose, to come share her journey with us. Will you welcome Rose? Come, Rose. (laughs) So Rose actually joined us as a member in uh, April, around Easter time, correct? So we we have membership um, twice a year. So Rose joined us then officially as a member, right? Um, Will you tell us a little bit more about like, what made you decide to join us as a member and to start serving in this community?
6: Good morning, everyone. Um, so yes, I started uh, attending FCC online uh, around two two years ago, I think, um, on and off. During the pandemic? Yes, pretty much okay. during the pandemic, yeah. Um, so, um, so, and after a while, I decided to uh, come on site for a visit during uh, one of the services. And um, I didn't know anyone back then. Um, But I I would say that um, one of the main reasons that I decided to stick around and find out more about the church um, is that um, something uh, quite significant um, happened to me during that visit, um, which I'll maybe talk about more later, but um, um, just um, skip to the part when they were asking for volunteers. And so I... Um, decided to find out more, and then ended up serving in the AV team, which was really nice. Yeah. Cool.
1: So you're one of those, like, doing all the online broadcasting <laughs> yes, and stuff, click- so that we can have online so Thank <laughs> yeah, you. <just> <laughs> so you joined when we had online services, and yes, then you started right. serving there. Correct. Thank you so much. And you're also on the worship team right now, right? Yes, that's right. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the significant thing that you were mentioning?
6: I mean, what, what actually happened for you? Um, okay, so I'll try to make it as concise as possible and explain it well, hopefully. Um, but um, so the, a similar thing happened to me a few years back before FCC. And um, I, I didn't think it would happen again because it's in a public place. So it's a, a bit <laughs> uncomfortable. But um, So um, when I first came to FCC um you know that song here i bow at that time it just happened to be kind of like my theme song during my weeks uh, uh during my prayer time so i was i was uh quite excited to hear it play during the worship um and then um um and then all of a sudden i felt this really um overwhelming presence um, sorry so i i, I started crying um, and then, <clears throat> sorry. Um, and then I, I had a very strong urge to speak in tongues. And so, uh, pretty much the entire song, I was um, in tears and um, I was sp- uh, speaking in tongues under my breath. Um, actually, thank God for masks because it was pretty ugly, messy, <laughs> this area. <laughs> I was like, um, yeah, so, uh, but it wasn't like the sad kind of crying or like a heavy heart crying. Um, it was this like um it, like it's like everyone disappeared, and um it was a very extremely private moment um that i had I had with god and um yeah, so that that released really st- uh it, it, it stuck with me, and so I prayed, and um like, what does this mean god like do you, you want to say something um because I was already attending a church back then as well, and i loved I loved the church as well, but I think that um and I had a lot of questions, <laughs> I still do, but um I think that. Um, God's answer at that time and for me in, in this season is to be planted in FCC. So, yeah.
1: Thanks so much for sharing that. It's so beautiful to hear that. You know, how God's presence surrounded you in that moment. and And thank you for being willing to share that very private, very intimate moment with us. I mean, it's something that encourages me as well. So I'm just really curious, right, because when you first came to FCC, you came feeling like a guest, I'm sure, like stepping in, you're like, okay. And you are here alone, right, when you first came. So that's really cool. So when you stopped feeling like a guest and more like
6: a part of the community, do you remember? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was, certainly it was gradual for me because I, I didn't know anyone. and you know. Um, But um, I think that serving in the AV team really did it for me or started it for me because it was so nice um, getting to know uh, the people in the background, you know, and, and all the preparations that come with it. And everyone has been really very supportive and um, gracious, um, you know, and it's very nice to experience like those raw moments together and the bloopers and the, you know, and, and witness people trying to cover for someone and they can make it and stuff like that. So it's really nice. Um, it, uh, you get to really feel that you're part of the community. And, also uh, joining um, the cell group, uh, I think some of them are here. So yeah, they really also, it helped me um, kind of open up a little more, um, go out a little more and socialize a little more and really um, um, share uh, moments and meet new wonderful people um, and then build friendships as well. So it's, it's really nice. Wow, that's wonderful to hear. I mean, it sounds like you really dived in, right? Cell group,
1: (laughs) AV team, then worship (laughs) team. Yeah, Yeah, but we're happy to have you, Rose. I mean, we're so encouraged by your life and, you know, by your testimony as well and and all that you've been sharing with us. So thanks, thanks for being able to share this with us. And lastly, I just wanted to ask you, what do you, I mean, like, how do you hope to extend this? welcome to others, I mean, I think that in some ways you felt welcomed, in some ways you've kind of made friends and felt like a part of a community. How do you hope to extend this welcome to others?
6: Yes, um, I do hope to continue um, serving and just being faithful in the current areas that I'm serving in um, to be available in... Um, when I can, um, show up, come up, come prepared. Um, I think also as a way of honoring as well, the, the trust that the team and the leaders, uh, give me, you know, to, to actually do the task just as everyone else is doing. Um, and to basically just, um, bring my piece of the puzzle to whatever the church is trying to do. And ultimately what God, I believe is trying to do, um, may it be, a, you know, a s- service or like a small activity. So I think it really is, um, uh, both an honor and a happy responsibility to be able to do that. And I think that God is really so faithful because he really equips you and gives you the grace and uh, even increase your capacity, even if it's out of your comfort zone and, and you need that so much. Um, so, um, yeah, I hope to never take that for granted. And hopefully that would encourage um, others as well to join and maybe come and see and know the church a bit better and even even serve if they want. So, yeah. Thank cool. you.
1: Thank you so much, Rose. And I mean, would all of you just give Rose a warm
6: Thank
1: applause. You. Right. Thank you for sharing. So, Rose is probably one of many, many stories. I look at all of you and look at all your faces. And in this morning, I was actually just praying together with the team that's serving today. And we had such a huge team people who are serving behind the scenes at the Hive, our welcome team was outside trying to like not just welcome all of you, but to coordinate the catering and then help you with the food that's coming in, um, our worship team, our special item team that you'll see later. But so many of you, each of you, on a, on a daily basis, on a regular basis, is being a part of this community is showing up. You know, And so, Rose is just kind of just one of those stories, but we just wanted to capture that. And I also wanted to thank all of you for being a part of this community, for showing up, and for being at this great banquet. And so, I want to invite Miak back to continue with the story of FCC, because it didn't just end there. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Rose. Thank you, Pauline. Before I start, Uh, We have a very special um, member uh, who's here today. Um, And I want to invite all of you um, to rise and honour her. Mrs. Yap, thank you for coming today. Thank you for faithfully being with us, accompanying Reverend Yap you know, to all the pink dots. And when he was no longer around, you also came by so many times. Grateful for your love for us, guiding us with Reverend Yap through these years. I know Susan is hiding behind, is she? Yeah. yeah. Susan, thank you for being our leader during the early days um, and walking with us um, and really translating faith into action. Um, You accompanied George to that town hall. If you didn't initiate that, oh, well, we wouldn't have participated in something that God has invited us to. So I want all of us to reflect on these stories of how we might be prompted, how we can play in different ways to participate in God's unfolding story of justice and love. The theme for today, The Great Banquet, was inspired by Wendy's sermon in August. And as Pauline shared earlier, Jesus talked about banquet all the time. And Jesus shows up at banquet quite often too, you know. He was known to be a drunkard and a glutton. I wonder how this banquet is reflected in our story and our history. You may not have joined us during our safe haven days. And you might not even know of any other home of FCC other than one commonwealth here. We have moved from 83 Zion Road which has since been torn down to 40 Zion Road to Utley Art, to the Attic to Yangtze, to El Junin, and finally here at One Commonwealth. Yet our history isn't about where we have been but who have been with us and who we have been. Just like how often we are focused on the food at a banquet. What is the heart of the banquet is not the food. It's the people. It's the people and their relationships with one another. Because who knows of a banquet with no noise? It's always a, a noisy affair. And most, most importantly, the people's relationship with the host of the banquet. Jesus says, invite those who cannot pay you back. You know, that is an invitation for us to think and see the kingdom of God as relational and not transactional. You know what? We cannot pay anything back to God. God's love is unconditional, but also not transactional. We were invited to the banquet just as we are. You are invited to the banquet just as you begin to recognize God's grace, God's unconditional love for you. And as you do that, at coming to that banquet, you find healing and wholeness. But that process isn't straightforward. It comes from a recognition that you need other people, and other people need you. Like the parable of the long spoons. You cannot just come and, and, as though it's a, a, a transaction, or, or you just come and receive. But you need to participate. Today, I want to thank the amazing church board Who has stepped up during the pandemic and became producers up there for Sunday service? Who made possible how we could reach people like Rose and many of you who had first attended our service online before, before coming here physically? The board members, please stand. Jamila. Thank you. Your faithfulness has shown the way, and that leadership has also made other people follow along and serve. Those who are part of the uh, audio, visual, and camera crew and the worship team, will you please stand? Stand! Keep standing! Thank you. Like what Rose shared, you have moved from being a guest to a co host. This church isn't. I think the battery just went out. It's okay. Your service has helped us welcome new people to our community. We have new members joining us who have never been physically here in this church. Today, we have a member joining us from the Philippines who watch our services only online. But it is not just the internal things that we do. Yes, we have the role to play as a LGBTQ-affirming progressive Christian church. We speak up for justice, love, compassionate, and for the marginalised, and for issues that matter. I bet many of you were not aware of how FCC played a role in repeal 377A that George shared earlier. But we also have been hosting Pelangi Pride Centre since our days in El Junid. We started out being the community that welcomes LGBTQ folks. But, we didn't stop there. And we shouldn't. Prior to COVID, uh, COVID, we adopted two wards in IMH and visited them monthly. We served the people, the residents there. We have been working with home and TWC too. We had folks volunteering teaching English, lesson, English language classes for the, migrant, uh, for the domestic workers from home. We have our team-up project that continues still, that delivers groceries for transgender elderly folks who live in rental flats. We had been involved with PL, people living with HIV and the patient care centre at Tantok Singh Hospital. And I remember very well, Plush, one of our cell groups, used to hand out Christmas presents at Geylang to migrant workers. I joined them once, packing and giving out those goodie bags. Susan led some of our members to volunteer to serve iftar during Ramadan at the Sultan Mosque. We did many things we are called to continue doing them. Not just within these four walls, but beyond these four walls. We witness to a great banquet that has no walls. A great banquet that we're called to go out to the streets and lanes everywhere to invite people to the banquet where all are invited and all are welcome. This table is where we worship. This table is where we lay our offering. This table is where we are transformed. Pauline and I have said before, and like what Rose have shared, this is where we have been transformed from guests to co hosts. We invited you to bring food to the table to share with others because we don't want you to be just a guest. This is symbolically meaning that you are also a host at the table. Our story has always been how we were first loved. And so now we love. And we give thanks to God who continues to lead us. Now we have a special item. I'll hand over to Jimmy and, the, and beloved, the cell group.
7: Really, very touched by the stories and the the journey, right? Today's celebration is like really wonderful. It brings me back to when I first joined FCC like early 2015. Was that? Yes. And I had really the privilege of my life to be able to meet uh, Reverend. Yep. And really, for that short one year of time, really, that touched my heart. Um, even to this day, I, I, I remember the kind words and the wisdom that he has and living out the gospel. But this is a celebration, right? Honoring God's faithfulness. So we have something special to um, surprise everyone.
8: Yeah. Hello, everybody.
7: Hey, what is this <laughs> special segment? I stand here and talk. What is, who, is, who is this? I'm sorry. We are inclusive, it's so me. cannot say people are what. Who are you?
8: I'm Moldy
7: Moldy oh, Sorry yeah. In uh, FCC you're You're different That's fine We are all very different And very diverse In this community Amen yeah. Yes Amen So in true spirit Of uh, F- FCC spirit Can I have your pronouns please <laughs> I'm
8: they
7: Oh they Okay So mm. uh, Okay Moldy Right Since you are here Would you like to uh, Maybe just to help me here Help me out here uh, What this special segment Will be about
8: Oh Cell Group Beloved. Yeah, Cell Group Beloved is a diverse and inclusive cell group. It's
7: the best. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, But but we're not here to to invite people to join a cell group yet. Uh, What what are they doing?
8: They are going to give a special item.
7: Alright, this special item, can you share more what what, what this might be about? No. Okay. And I will share. Alright, as part of the celebration, you know, like one thing I I don't complain, I feedback about uh, to the congregation. Yeah, congregation always give us feedback. I also give congregation feedback. Sometimes this congregation a bit too docile. GB, don't give
8: too
7: much information. No no information, okay. So, however, for the next part of the special segment, we need some special volunteers. No need to come to the front. I know y'all are camera shy. Alright, not like me, thick skin. Alright, so... Anybody would like to p- invite, right? Everyone, right, who is uh, keen to interact with us during this special segment to raise a hand. All you need to do is very simple, all right? Um, maybe I can, uh, I, I myself, or maybe one of my uh circle members can pass you a star, right?
8: Stars.
7: All right,
8: you we- get to raise the star.
7: <laughs> so, what you gotta do is as, your, as the music goes on later, you'll be interacting together, the music, alright? Not just simply singing to the music, but raising it, alright? So maybe,
8: Where's my star?
7: Sh- uh, right. l- l- later, I, I, uh, your star, I okay. Huh? Only one star? Oh, we have more and more behind. Alright? So, Modi, what are they going to do with the star, by the way?
8: When the song goes, reach for the stars. Ah,
7: don't don't smack star. my face. Ah. <laughs> okay?
8: Uh, uh, sorry. Oh. Oh.
7: Okay. okay. So, without further ado, as we are giving out the stars, may I invite the cell group to come forward to prepare cell. themselves.
8: Oh, come forward.
2: twice a year now, right, we welcome new members into our community Um, in the earlier part of the year during Easter and during our anniversary service So now we come to our liturgy of belonging We
1: have some new friends We have some new friends who are making a decision today to join this body of Christ as a member So can I invite them to stand and will you please welcome them? So today, today we have Angie, EJ, Ernest, Jerome, and Louis. Welcome home.
2: In addition to introducing you and welcoming each one of you as a member of FCC, I would also like to invite all members of FCC present to stand and join our hearts together to respond to these questions. So members of FCC, may you stand and join. Thank you. If you're visiting with us and not yet ready to be a member of FCC, please allow us this time as we go through this together and that you too will consider what it means to be a part of this body of Christ.
1: Dear friends, is it your wish to make this community of faith, FCC, your church family, and the people with whom you will share your journey of faith? Is this a place, and are these the people with whom you will seek to make sense of the issues of your life, your dreams, your faith, who you are, what you are to do, who God calls you to be?
2: Yes, yes. That That is my wish. Is it your wish to make this the place where you continue your journey into greater health and wholeness, where you listen to the story of God's salvation and the good news of Jesus Christ, allowing Jesus to be an example and teacher to you, where you are called to a life of love, compassion, ministry and justice, and and where you are fed at the table of new life.
1: Yes, Yes, that that is my my wish. wish. Will you commit yourself to seek and serve Christ in unity with this community of faith? Will you move from being a guest at the table to a co-host? I will, will, with with God's God's help. help.
2: Will you pledge your spiritual, social and financial support to this community of faith?
1: I will, will, with with God's God's help. help. And to the existing members, will you who are members of FCC, who are witnessing these promises, share the joys and sorrows, and do all in your power to support these new members in their life in Christ?
2: We, we will, will with, with got God's help. help. Will you welcome these new members into our family, embrace their gifts, their needs and their dreams? Will you recognise that their presence and participation will change the shape of the body and help it grow in new ways. Will you support them in their journeys and assist them in their ministries? We We will, will, with with God's God's help. Together, loving loving God, send your Holy
1: Spirit to be among us, knitting us us one to another. Help us us
0: to grow grow with each each other, to to love each other, to to support each other. That by sharing our lives in this community, community, we may may come come to know and and serve you. you.
2: In In Jesus' Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As Executive Pastor of FCC and speaking on behalf of the entire congregation, I welcome each one of you as active members of FCC. May the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and always. Amen.
1: And let let us now reaffirm the role and the call of FCC to reaffirm who we are as church, together. We, we are, are a church, church that is, is free. free. Free in Free Community Church
0: is a proclamation of freedom that we, that we have in Jesus Christ. Christ. It, it is, is also, also an, an acronym, acronym for First Realize Everyone's Equal. equal.
2: The, the good news, news
0: that we are, are all equally created in the image of God, God, equally accepted,
2: embraced, and loved exactly as we are by God. God. Thank you. Please be seated. Now we come to communion. This table does not belong to any denomination, church or community. It belongs to Jesus. It was at the table that he met people, heard their stories and shared his. It was at the tab- this table that he deepened his friendship with poor folk and prostitutes, the business class, and puzzled bystanders.
1: It was at this table that he shared profound insights into who God is and what God wants. And it was at table with bread and wine that he initiated the sacrament we now celebrate.
2: So come to this table. Leave behind any baggage of arrogance or unworthiness. Do not think, this is not for me.
1: Think rather of Jesus saying, I am for you. And accept his invitation to be the friend he cherishes and longs to feed.
2: Some of us have accepted that invitation and we have, been recei- we have received much. We no longer see ourselves just as guests but also as hosts.
1: Just as we had been fed, we feed Just as we had been loved, we love.
2: Realising Jesus has called us, strangers and friends, locals and visitors, believers and doubters, the certain and the curious.
1: It is always a mixed company that Jesus gathers and invites to His table, where in bread and wine He meets us. Through Him, we who are different are joined to each other, equally beloved, equally cherished by God.
2: So come, not because you understand, but because you are understood.
1: Come, not because of how you feel, but because God has food for you.
2: Come, not because you deserve a place, but because Jesus invites you, just as you are.
1: Jesus said, I am the bread of life, all who come to me shall not hunger, and all who believe in me shall not thirst.
2: With Christians around the world and throughout the centuries, we gather around these symbols of bread and wine, simple elements that speak of nourishment and transformation. Let us pray. Loving God, we We thank You for for Your invitation invitation to this table.
0: We thank You for all that sustains life,
1: and especially for Jesus
0: Christ, who teaches us how to live out an ethic of justice and peace, and 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 for the promise promise of
2: transformation
0: made manifest in in
2: His life, life, death and and resurrection. We We ask You to bless bless this bread and this cup, through Through this this meal, make us the body of Christ, that, that we may, may join, join with you in promoting the well being of, of all creation. creation.
1: Amen. This is the Lord's table. The Lord Jesus invites us to share this joyful feast. From east and west, from north and south, people will come and take their places at the banquet in the kingdom of God. Jesus took bread, gave thanks, And gave it to the disciples, saying, This is my body which is broken for you. Take and eat it. And as often as you do, remember me. In the symbol of the broken bread, we participate in the life of Christ and dedicate ourselves to being His disciples.
2: In the same way, He took the cup. After giving thanks, He gave it to the disciples saying, Drink this, all of you. The cup is a new covenant poured out for you and for many. Do this As often as you drink it in remembrance of me. In the symbol of the cup, we participate in the new life Christ brings.
1: And so now we are going to um, distribute the elements, but we're going to do it slightly differently today. Today we are here to feed one another, to love one another through sharing a meal. But because of some of the safety regulations, you want to be you know, um, aware of and conscious of that. What we're going to do is I'm going to invite our new members. Immediately put them to work. Right? <laughs> they are going to be holding hand sanitizers. Okay? And they're going to go around and help you. Make sure that you get your hands sanitised. What we will be doing, don't worry, we will not be sharing this bread. You'll still be using our disposable uh, communion elements. But what we'll be doing is that we're going to invite all of you to just pass the tray down. Okay, take one of the elements, one set of elements for yourself, and then pass the tray down. And as you pass the tray down to the next person, say, the body of Christ, right? Not just to represent the elements, the symbols of what this uh, represents, but also as a reminder that we are the body of Christ, that we make up the body of Christ. So will you serve one another? All right? Will you feed one another? And so now we're going to pass down the elements and please pass it down to the next person, okay? Come Yeah. The body of Christ.
2: Home in the, um For those of you who have just joined us for the first time, hold on to the Elements, uh, and we will partake uh, with one another. And those of you who are joining us online, we invite you to hold on to Elements too, and meditate on how, it, what it means to be part of this community, what it means to be invited to this banquet.
1: Let us partake of the elements together. Please rise as you are able and willing, and let us pray together. We give thanks, loving Loving God, God, that you you have refreshed us at at your table. Strengthen our our faith, increase our love for one one another. As we We have been been fed by the seed that that became became grain and and then then became bread, may we go out into the world to to plant plant seeds of justice, transformation and hope. Amen.
2: Please
9: be seated. So, welcome again to the Sunday service of Free Community Church, where, as we've said many times this today, free stands for First Realize Everyone's Equal. FCC is an inclusive church, Maybe the only one in Singapore, right? Where you are welcome here, regardless of your sexual orientation, your gender identity, your socioeconomic status, your theological background, or any of the other labels the world puts on you. So to those of you who worship with us regularly, to those who are just joining us as new members, maybe to those who are watching online, or to those joining us for the first time, welcome home. And we hope this place will be home for you, where you can find a safe place and a spiritual community. If you're joining us for the first time today, uh, we welcome you to leave your information uh, at the QR code, which will be displayed on the screen shortly, Uh, or you can go to fcc.la slash welcome, and this will allow our pastors, our staff, to get in touch with you and find out how we can serve your needs, and this might be the first step on a journey with us uh, where we can become your spiritual home. We also have a newcomers meeting every month, and so it's the last Sunday of the month on the 25th of September this month, and if you would like to join, you can email info at freecomchurch.org. So this will be a meeting that's like about 30 minutes, happens right after the service, and you can get to meet some of our leaders and members, find out who we are as a church, maybe about our theology. If you have any questions, you can ask them at that time. And so now we'll continue to worship God with our giving. Um, so if you are joining us for the first time, please do not feel obligated to give in any way. You are a guest here. So this is for those who have become co-hosts with us and who are supportive of our ministry because FCC as a church uh, runs has been running over these last 19 years solely on the generosity of our members and those who, give, who support us. So there are two ways you can give. Uh, by scanning the above QR codes, and there's two QR codes. One of them is for the general fund, which goes towards mainly our staff salaries and operational expenses. And the other one goes to the building fund, which pays for the mortgage on this property at Commonwealth. Or you can also give by um, going to freecomchurch.give.asia, which will allow you to give by credit card. But please be aware there's a 1.5% platform fee there. We're, We're grateful for any kind of giving that you're able to do to support us. So please join me as we pray for the offering. Dear God, you've carried us in your everlasting arms for the last 19 years as a church, and you've carried us individually. You've given of yourself to us freely, sacrificially, through the giving of your Son. And so with grateful hearts, we return to you the portion of what you blessed us with, whether it be our resources, our time, or our finances, we offer these to you gratefully in recognition of all you've done for us. Please bless this offering, Lord, and help us to use it to continue to be that voice reaching out to the marginalized with your hands of love, your hands of grace, and a voice for justice and equality in our nation and in the Christian community. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So I now invite the ushers to come forward to take up the offering. Um, And if you're here on site and you would like to give it by cash, you can just raise your hand and the the ushers will come to you. So while they're going around, uh, we have a few announcements. Uh, So we are looking for volunteers for our welcome team. Now the welcome team... Uh, If you are talking about moving from being a guest to a co-host, I think the welcome team is a really vital part of that welcome that we provide because they are often the first people that newcomers see when they come to the church, and they are the face of FCC. So if that's something that you feel is on your heart, you have a very nice, friendly smile, a friendly face, then you'd be perfect for the welcome team. And so you can contact Sean uh, at the phone number there or email info at freecomchurch.org to find out how you can also become a host with the welcome team. Uh, On the 23rd of October, we have a session on mental health. And so this is uh, not just for those who struggle with mental health issues, but also for those who perhaps have friends or colleagues or family members or partners who have mental health issues and you wanna learn more about it, how you can support them, then this might be a good session to attend. So it will be at 1 to 3 p.m., 23rd of October, and you can sign up, please do sign up at info at freecomchurch.org. And so, as you can see, this wonderful spread of food we have here today, thank you to all those who generously contributed to it. Uh, and we also have lunch provided for everybody, so you can, if you are able to, please stay after the service and join us for lunch. And the way that will work is, um, after the service, you will exit by the door in this room, which is on the right-hand side or the left, depending on where you're sitting the way you usually go out, basically. And the food will be laid out in the car park. And after you get your lunch, please come back in by the door where you usually enter, which is the door you know, near the office, so that we don't jam up the, the flow of the food. Okay, so I think that's the last announcement. So now I invite the worship team. And please rise and join us for our closing song.
4: So... Not my will, but yours be done. Shake my foundations till I come undone.
2: Hear the voice that invites you to the table. That voice that tells you, you are beloved. You are loved beyond measure. Do not think that you are unworthy. So when you know you are whole again, when you know you are beloved, may you go out to bless others so they may see themselves as beloved and whole too. So go out and invite more people to this banquet, to this feast, so that all will celebrate, all will know they are loved. Go in the love of God, go with the justice of God, and go proclaim it everywhere. Amen. Thank you for joining us this Sunday. We look forward to seeing you next week.